Dateline, December 19th, 2015. Well, g'day folks and welcome to the Australia Desk for the final episode of the year, episode 382. Well, at least that's what Max tells me. I'm pretty sure it's the last one of the year. And uh, Grant, what a hot day it is here in Melbourne. I wonder how cold it is up there in the US at the moment. Oh, it's been all over the place apparently for them, but for us it's about 40 degrees Celsius. So what is that? Going for 41. So I, I don't care what system you're using. Freaking hot works pretty well. And uh, Christmas Day looks like it's going to be about 33 Celsius, so uh, lovely, reasonably warm. Lovely summer Christmas weather. Anyway, well, Grant, uh, let's talk about something Qantas is doing uh, for the first time in many, many years. In fact, uh, as of yesterday, as we record this, they've uh, started operating back to San Francisco. And in fact, one of our good friends, Richard Muirden, uh, one of our loyal listeners, was actually on the flight, probably flying first class like he always does. <laughs> no, actually, I believe this time he was flying in business. He was uh, he's going over there to see some friends and uh, I believe for a wedding, but. Uh, yeah, he, he was uh, posting on Facebook about it, and uh, so we got to see his uh, side of things, and he happened to be there when Qantas were doing their media fanfare for the arrival, did a bit of a media circus, and so he tagged along for that, and also got the famous photo of, oh no, it's the Qantas kangaroo bouncing around the place. And of course, that coincided with less than 24 hours later with the arrival into uh, Sydney of an American Airlines uh, Boeing 777-300ER, and that's the first time since the early 1990s that uh, American Airlines have operated over here to Australia and that's all part of a, a partnership agreement between those two airlines so uh, yeah good things happening indeed mate indeed and it's uh, it's great to see that uh, Qantas are returning there they're making use of their 747s because now they're putting the A380 onto the uh, what, Sydney uh, Dallas route so uh, yeah that's um, freed up a couple of 747s to allow them to do the Sydney San Francisco once again now of course it's interesting because as we've been uh, saying for many many years we've been covering the slow demise of the Qantas 747 flight there's only uh, about 11 of them, I think, 10 or 11 of them, I think, still flying now. So they've actually got more sitting across there in the desert in the, yeah. in the US, uh, just gathering dust now. So uh, I guess it'll only be a matter of time before if they're going to maintain this uh, San Francisco route again. And, you know, frankly, let's hope they do because uh, flying into San Francisco is far more pleasant than coming to Los Angeles for an international traveller, I can tell you that much. Um, yep. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how long they keep uh, 747s operating on there or even how long they'll be able to if they keep retiring them at the rate they're doing. Well, they've kept the, uh, the long range ones, the ERs, so uh, we'll see how it goes, mate. But uh, meanwhile, uh, another area of aviation that's uh, doing reasonably well in Australia is, of course, the dreaded remotely piloted aircraft systems, which is the drones. Yes, drones now, of course, uh, you know, increasingly popular uh, over the last couple of years, but, um, you know, I think Santa is going to be delivering a lot of them uh, this year for uh, people who've been good, aviation freaks who are looking for, uh, you know, perhaps a remotely piloted aircraft. And CASA has decided to uh, step in here and just offer some guidelines rather than going down the route of uh, you know regulating them to death he's they're basically trying to uh, you know be nice about it at the moment and uh, in fact they've actually set up quite a uh, good website at casa.gov slash rpa remotely piloted aircraft and uh, we'll put a link in the show notes to that and they've actually put out a, a youtube video where they're just giving some guidelines on to how to fly these aircraft safely and to how to keep them the heck away from other aircraft like real aircraft and other people as well so uh, rather than going down the registration path that the u.s have used. Uh, they've they've preferred to go down more of an education. Uh, they do have laws. They uh, 
you know, you can't fly them above 400 feet, can't fly them within about three to five miles, I believe it is, of the of an airport. Uh, can't use them for commercial acts. Uh, you need to actually have commercial use permission, uh, which we have quite a number of groups, as we've reported recently, doing so. And uh, you're not allowed to fly it within, um, within 30 meters of people, above crowds, things like that. You can't fly them near helipads. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, they're, they're trying to highlight all that, and they've gone down the education path and awareness, and we'll see how how it works with Christmas just around the corner. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I'm reading an article here, Grant, that uh, is in the Australian.com.au. It actually says here that uh, the Civil Aviation Safety Authority has only issued 15 financial penalties uh, in the last financial year to people who've breached guidelines uh, that prohibit the devices being flown, for example, above 120 metres. And as you mentioned there, Grant, within 30 metres of people uh, or near other aircraft. Now, we've had some incidents in recent years where uh, people have tried to get, uh, you know, really good photo shots with these aircraft, but flying them too close to, particularly to, um, you know, passenger jets and all that sort of stuff as they're on approach to major airports. But uh, the fact that they've only issued 15 penalty fines, I think that's, um, you know, that's probably good. So at the moment, at least, you know, they're going, as you say, down the education path and trying not to, you know, wield the big stick. But, you know, I think, Grant, inevitably as uh, time goes on and more of these, uh, you know, small aircraft, remotely piloted uh, drones get up in the air, I think there's probably going to come a time where they're going to have to start waving that stick around and, you know, really start making some examples of people who, who really just can't help themselves. Well, hopefully the drones down here aren't like the uh, green laser beams that have been uh, causing havoc around the world, but we'll see what happens. Yes, we'll see what happens indeed. Well, Grant, uh, what are we at on the time of year? About five and a half minutes. So I think uh, before we wrap up for the year, it's probably time to make an announcement. Yeah, it is, mate. It is. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, folks, we've decided that uh, due to our day jobs and, and just life getting in the way, we're going to park the Ausdesk for a while. We may produce the occasional one of the special needs or special issues come up, but at this stage, the regular Ausdesk just, yeah, it's not going to happen, is it, mate? No, and it's uh, it's been a, a tough decision. Now, we've been part of the Airplane Geeks podcast uh, really since about 2009. So uh, what we're really been finding, and is if you're a fan of uh, playing Crazy Down Under, you'll, you'll have no doubt noticed that we've only put out about three or four shows this year, and uh, with some changes of careers that Grant and I have both had, uh, yeah, it's just getting uh, it's just getting too difficult, and unfortunately, something is going to have to give. Um, we did give some uh, thought to really, uh, you know, shelving PCDU permanently, but uh, we've decided that uh, we want to try and keep going with that and producing more Australian-focused content for uh, for that audience. So. Uh, yeah, we'd like to, uh, you know, thank all of you for uh, supporting us and for listening to us over the past uh, six years. A huge thanks to Max and to Courtney Miller uh, for all those years ago for taking <laughs> us on. And uh, yeah, we've we've had a great time doing this. Probably three or four hundred uh, versions of this. I don't know how many have we done, Grant. We've done heaps oh, of them. Stacks, <laughs> maybe mate, not four hundred. There hasn't been four hundred airplane kicks, but we've done probably about <laughs> three hundred Ozdex. I think, <laughs> uh, folks, well, if you uh, want to go back and listen to archives of that, we actually have a, a separate website, which is AustraliaDesk.net, and you can uh, go back and listen to. Uh, most of the segments. I think, Grant, you've put most of them up there. Uh, I've probably got a bit, almost half of them up, I think. Um, there's a whole lot that still have to be loaded, including the time that you were away getting uh, repaired with your knee, the Bionic Man series, uh, the sessions when we were trying to fly the balloon across to Oshkosh, <laughs> uh, and the uh, <laughs> resulting disasters that came from there. And just as and when time permits, I, I'll be uploading um, some of those back issues. But I've got the very first Ausdesks there. there. Uh, from back in uh, May 2009 when we were just submitting uh, based as emails and even from June 2009 uh, which was where the, the first real Ausdesk episode started that was just you and then I came along and 
Yeah, it's mostly all the current ones, but uh, we've got a couple from the very early days. And as and when time permits over the next six, 12 months, I'll just keep adding some in and you know, highlight a few of the funnier ones and see what we get. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, we owe a lot to the Airplane Geeks uh, podcast. Uh, from there, we started off, uh, developed this segment, of course, and ended up developing it into our own show. And, uh, you know, that's that's taken us all around Australia. And we've you know, been doing air show commentary uh, a lot this year as a result of uh, our efforts. And we've done some video production. We've been to the US. We've been to New Zealand. We've been to Malaysia. All over the place, and it all started here at the Airplane Geeks. So uh, we're going to miss making this segment, but uh, we hope that uh, everybody understands uh, why that needs to happen. And uh, yeah, if you'd like to, if you're really, uh, really a masochist and you want to keep listening to us, well, we'll be back in the new year with uh, a whole new series of PCDU. We'll be making them as and when we can and uh, seeing what we can get out the door. But uh, yeah, as Steve was saying, the new day jobs. Uh, Steve, you're now a depot manager, or as I as I like to call you, a despot manager. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's taking its toll on your time, uh, being elevated to that lofty position with the trains. And yeah, I, my, my day job has got me absolutely flat out uh, managing things, uh, basically project manager and uh, working my way up to be account manager for um, the software that we supply to the Australian Defence Force. So not a lot of free time out of that one, but hey, at least I'm uh, getting to fly around a bit and go have some fun with uh, with defence folks. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's sign it off there, mate. Until we speak to you all again at some point in the future, uh, we want to wish you all the very best for Christmas and the new year. And with, as always, we wish you a safe and prosperous one. Until we meet again, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. As always, cheers, folks. Catch you later. <laughs>